touchdown. For Beck, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. Welcome back, New York Jets fans, on this Wednesday night, August 3rd. Another day of training camp, and yes, we say it every week, be excited, but definitely be excited now because we're going to get into some stuff that is serious, it is legitimate, it is authentic, and Wayne Corbett is here to help me navigate through it. Number 80, how's everything? Everything is good. It's a good day at camp, I know that. I've heard a lot of good things. Uh, Beautiful day out with my family, got some dinner, and now I'm ready to rock and roll with this uh, podcast. What'd you guys have? Fridays. We hit Fridays oh. tonight. Little, TGI uh, Fridays. Okay. Wing action, little Jack Daniel wing action. So, uh, yeah. Sorry for my uh, tardiness, but we're ready to go right now. It's all good. So yes. today, well, first of all, they've had two public practices. I don't think we've spoken since then. Uh, one on Saturday, one yesterday, Tuesday. So two and three shots. They were off Sunday. And the atmosphere was raucous. I mean, Sauce is a fan favorite, and we'll get into him a little bit. Brees is a fan favorite. There was one moment where Sauce went down the sideline, and the fans were screaming his name, Sauce. And you, you saw his face underneath the face mask. He couldn't help but grin, you right. know, in a, in a rookie-type manner. Like, man, this is great. He just loves the atmosphere. And Brees, there's a lot of Brees chants. So that's going to be something at MetLife that fans are going to have to get used to and the players are going to have to get used to kind of like moose, the moose chance for Daryl Johnston. Um, yeah, so you can really tell getting booed or not. See, so yeah. Why are they booing? I'm like, no, nah, they're not booing. Like to the tune, uh, the tune, uh, you know, chance when they were there tune, yep. Tune yeah. or Buka boom for the Rangers fans out there. Jeff Buka boom. When he would nail a drive a hit on a forward coming in, the, coming in the zone. Right. Right. Yeah, those are always the non-sports fans are like, whoa, 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 I thought they liked this guy. Why are they booing the hell out of him? But um, yeah, get used to those Brees chants. Sauce. Wilson was excellent today. It was probably his best practice. Um, I believe he started eight for eight. I don't really get into the stats, but I can't help but not see them on Twitter right. at times. It just, he looked confident, poised, making the correct decisions, and he did it not in just seven on sevens. He did it in teams against the first team defense. Um, I like it. Elijah Moore, he connected to Elijah Moore in the back end, back line of the end zone during a red zone drills. I think it was at the 20. So they had to go the full 20 yards, maybe 15. Um, hit Garrett Wilson a couple times. Corey Davis, quiet day. Hit Tyler Conklin a couple times. So, uh, and then yesterday, Brees Hall made a beautiful back shoulder catch down the sideline uh, from, I think it was from Wilson, but I'm not sure he could do it all too. Um, we'll get into the rookies, but yeah, Wilson looked pretty good today. Yeah. Um, like you said, 
And you have a lot of these pundits coming out saying that he's going to take the uh, biggest step as far as the uh, sophomore quarterbacks, you know, kind of like the Joe Barrow um, you know, step from a uh, rookie year to second year. Uh, I'd take anywhere no, close to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, it, a lot depends on the weapons they put around them. Um, and look at last year to this year, um, what they're starting with in training camp. I mean, it's like night and day, uh, what they have between the tight ends and the healthy receivers and, uh, you know, two solid running backs, they can catch the ball. So, um, yeah, I would expect them to advance his, uh, performance uh, considerably this year. By the way, your, um, guess about which knee Becton hurt was right, right on the money. It was the right knee, and it makes sense that he's at right tackle now because he'll be pushing off of his left leg. Yeah. So I spotted that today. That's a hell of a thing. Uh, Becton got rid of some demons a couple of days ago, a little uh, training camp puke moment, but you know that's not uncommon for any football player. We've all been right. there. Um, it, the guy I want to start with, though, is Sauce Gardner. Right. He, listen, don't put him in the Hall of Fame yet. He still has a lot of stuff to navigate, to work through. But this guy, and you see it on the film, you know his traits. But when you watch it in person at 6'3", or whatever he is, how long he is, his hips, his change of direction is absurd. It's, what did I say in the tweet, near fictional. A human should not be able to move like that. This kid is going to be a star, and I think he's going to make an impact right away. I can't, I can't say enough about Gardner and then the entire defensive backfield. Yeah, you got. I don't know if you got to pump the brakes a little bit on that. I know he's very talented. Um, I want to get these. I want to get these Jets great, fans in a frenzy. Come on, great tools, and he's great for the team. He's great for the city. Uh, a lot of great things. You know, I'm not sure how he's going to match up when uh, you get one of these top guys uh, against him. Ty Tyree um, Kill. Tyree Kill. Yeah, different different kind of receiver. Uh, maybe some of these, these bigger guys is going to match up with great and the quicker guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm on board with you. Um, I just want to see it, see it first before I enshrine him in Canton. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, there's a big reason he was the first pick, you know, that they uh, that they had in the, the first round. Um, I'm a believer, too. I just uh, just want to see it translate into the, uh, the the regular season. Yeah, absolutely. And and it, as soon as I was talking about his traits on Twitter, my following tweet was, listen, Jets fans, don't put him in the Hall of Fame yet. He's got to navigate through some stuff. You know, when it's one-on-one -on -one and he knows a responsibility, he usually locks that guy down. There was one right. occasion where Elijah Moore ran the best comeback route you could run, you know, and Sauce is, Sauce is trailing, has his hips turned, you know, sort of the inside and didn't even miss a beat in terms of staying on Moore's inside hip. Um, zone, he's, he's got to work out some things in zone still. It's the NFL. It, he's also still splitting first team reps with Bryce Hall. Right. Um, and I think that's the right move. To your point, Salah does that with rookies. So week one against Lamar, against uh, Rashad Bateman, fellow rookie. Uh, who else do they got? Marquise Brown's not there anymore in Baltimore. But I know Bateman will be there. Duvernay will be there. He'll have his work cut out for him for sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's good to get the, uh, both of them reps, you know, and both of them end up playing, uh, and I know there's talk about moving, um, Bryce Hall 
Um, and they're looking at the guy from uh, the, the safety from Bengals, what Bates? Yeah, just uh, maybe, maybe looking at him. But uh, you can never have too many corners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things happen. People go down, and this experience he got last year uh, definitely someone nice that you can go there and uh, you know take some reps away from these guys in the game or in practice. So uh, you know, it's it's a blessing to have two guys that can uh, both fill that position. Absolutely, and then you got DJ Reed. Jordan Whitehead, Joiner, you know, they are, and then Michael Carter, the second in the slot. I, out of all the positions, I've been impressed most with this secondary. They communicate those two veterans incoming, Whitehead and Reed, do a lot. Reed is like Gardner's big brother out there. So, I, you know, very early in the process with all these new guys, it usually takes some time. And, but with this group, it doesn't seem to be that way. It, to me, they are the most impressive group right now. Yeah, I said when we signed those guys, Reed and the Whitehead, that, uh, yeah, you know, not household names, maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. we know who these guys are. Great players, but great locker room guys, great leaders. And you can see that they're taking care of the young guys, kind of helping them go through the uh, training camp blues and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, great mix of young and old. Not that those guys have been around a long time. Um, and it's only going to help these guys give them more. They did that extra split second. Uh, through coverage that to get lost in and these guys coming off the end, you know, get to the quarterback. Yeah. If, if Lamar, and I've said this, people have yelled at me saying joiner or someone else is old, you know, if he's yeah. actually old, I'm um, an ancient relic, right? You know, I mean, 33, however old he is, that's nothing. Right. But yeah, they, the DB group Gardner at the very least Gardner is not going to be a disappointment. That's for damn sure. Um, elsewhere receivers still playing very well. Garrett Wilson had an injury scare yesterday off the line. Uh, he was playing, it was a tighter split and he tried to release. I don't know who was defending him, but it was impress. And he kind of twisted his ankle and didn't get off the line, fell down and everyone went, uh Oh, but, um, you know, shortly after that, after he limped to the sideline, he was fine, got back in there. And away we go. And no injury so far, which is a huge thing. We see it in the press conference. Robert Sala is always knocking on wood when someone brings it up. And you could tell the extra care that this organization is putting into making sure these guys stay healthy is there. And so far, so good. Yeah. Um, you know, it has a lot to do with coaching, you know, uh, having the tempo be a certain way, you know, uh, combative, but not, you know, dangerous. Um, coaches handle things differently. You know, at some point they want to, you know, I think the only time we really ended up going full go was after a couple of days, just on the goal line, just yeah. to get a good, good feeling of that. But uh, yeah, these guys are smart. Um, they know how to protect each other, but get the best of each play. Uh, and that's part of being professionals. They, you know, these young guys out there going, you know, blazing full speed, trying to show up the, uh, the first defense and vice versa. So, uh, yeah, has a lot to do with what comes from Coach Sala and the coaching staff. Just let them know, hey, get your work in, but, uh, you know, don't do stupid things. And it, it seems like they have a great tempo out there. They do. They do have great tempo. I, I will ask you this, though. I, I know it's a completely different sport now than it was two decades ago, three decades ago when you were playing. It, and Immediately off the snap, the trenchers are going live, but then as the play goes on, it gets less and less live, less and less 100%. Do you worry at all as a coach, if you were a coach, that you're worrying so much about injuries that you're not putting the gas pedal to the floor like you should? You know what? You know what concerned me, and, and I, I, 
I read it, you know, more than one place, but Coach Sal with these guardian helmets. Yeah. Um, it's just about, you know, the tap, 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 you know, the, the linemen just banging heads, banging heads. There's a big difference between the lineman hits and like a receiver hits, you know, when I, when I talk to the doctors about um, concussion and stuff, like it's just pounding consecutive pounding between the linemen, but receivers are less, but a lot bigger impact because the defenders coming from a further away and the uh, collisions are, are a greater force. Mm -hmm. um, but with these helmets, I don't know. They're teaching guys to use their heads. Yep. They're like, oh, no problem. I have these these helmets on, and they're just banging, banging, banging. But when it's time to take them off and play, they might think it's safe to just do the same thing and leave with your head, leave your head. And, you know, it's a false sense of security uh, wearing these things. So, I'm, you know, I'm kind of on the no side. Yeah, uh, me too. I know it'll help some things, but, you know, as long as they know when they do take them off, you know, they still have to be, you know, head up see what you know hit what you see and all that stuff so i'm not sure i feel about it but i definitely see what uh coach sal's concern was yeah i do too it, in, this thing kind of snuck up on me i didn't realize they were coming and i didn't realize it was league-wide yeah. uh I, yeah i don't even know when it started to be honest but it's when you're playing a sport when you're doing anything where you you can't sit there and think like it's a chess match yeah you do what you practice you do what you're used to like the golf swing i'm I'm obsessed with trying to get the right golf swing right. i can't you know think about it every time you swing you just do what you normally do when you practice and that's the way it is in football so you know it, it could lead to bad tendencies where you lead with the helmet because that cushion's there yeah so uh, yeah exactly what i'm saying so yeah. i don't know uh all in all i'm sure it's a good uh experiment they're doing with it but you know like you said these guys just have to realize that they you know they just can't count on leading with their head and you know uh you know and all that comes with it so you know hopefully yeah. it doesn't you know increase head injuries but i don't think it will but it's just something i thought about when i heard sal mention it no it's valid i mean i guess i guess the only positive is if you have an old school coach who bangs the whistle on your helmet for right. making a boneheaded mistake yeah kind of protects you from that that ringing noise yeah i don't know like you said they're, they're trying nfl's trying everything they can do to eliminate hand injuries so um you know it, it, i'm sure they did all the research on it invented the whole thing so i'm sure in the long run it's it's the best thing uh they can do yeah um speaking of big collisions uh becton let's talk about the big man again he's playing right tackle a uh, good call out by you in the last podcast it was his right knee that he injured so He's pushing off his left leg in pass pro now in his slide in his kick. So uh, during individuals today, funny moment, he they were going through uh, this drill, this one-headed punch drill with Benton, the O-line coach, and Benton didn't like one of the reps Becton took, and he challenged him to do it again. So Becton had a snarl, took it seriously, one am one hand, uh, one arm punch, and knocked Benton down. And uh, it was something Benton liked, and the coaches liked, and. Beckton helped him up and uh, they all loved it. That's what I said when you told me, I said, don't poke the bear, man. <laughs> Let him do his thing. Uh, you know, I think at that point you realize, you know, you know how small you are when you, with a giant like that. And yeah. he kind of manhandle you anytime he wants, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and I just see, you know, not only can he do that to coaches, but he could do that to some of the best, you know, edge rushers in the game. So I'm excited to see him come back. Uh, and it certainly seems 
the way he's talking is that he's got a lot to prove and that's good. You want a young guy that's hungry. Um, he's missed a lot of time. Um, I know his weight's down, so he's doing all the proper things. And I think that the coaching staff and the O-line coach has handled it the right way, giving him a certain amount of freedom, but letting him know, hey, this is this is your time to shine, to stay healthy, to stay in the best shape, to eat the right way. Um, and I think he's doing that so far this camp. Yeah, and George Fant's out there, so the line is starting to come into completion. I think news just dropped from Al Ianazone of Newsday that uh, Rucker is cleared to play. So he's going to get back on the practice field pretty soon, maybe Friday. Um, I don't know if they're off tomorrow or the media is just not available. Friday, I know there's definitely media at practice. And then Saturday is the green and white scrimmage at MetLife. So hopefully Rucker will be back soon. Flacco still playing well. Joe Flacco is still playing well as the backup. Mike White's playing well also. Having all three of those quarterbacks is really good for the entire team as it's really, you know, there's not a wasted rep. So everyone's getting as good as they possibly could be in teams when either quarterback is out there. Yeah, you don't want that big of a drop off. And these guys are going with the second, third string. I mean, those guys got to get their reps, you know, their timing down with the quarterbacks. Um, And I'm kind of curious how they're going to handle the the green and white scrimmage. Um, Mm this week uh, as far as the the older guys um the guys coming off injuries and stuff like that you know usually they get in there get their reps um and, and it's quick maybe one one drive something mm-hmm. like that but uh yeah they'll finally get a chance to hit a little bit um which is fun now are they practicing with the team this uh training camp yeah they're gonna scrimmage against the falcons and then play mm-hmm. them and they play them as well. And I think the Giants, too. I think there's going to be a day with the Giants before that game as well. Yeah. Um, usually the motions run high. Um, and there's always, you know, some uh, you know, some fights and stuff like that, some friction. But basically it's because you're used to hitting the same guys over and over every day and eating with the same guys and lifting mm-hmm. with the same guys. So when you get a chance to hit someone else, uh, you know, it's a good feeling to go a little, little harder uh than than used to in practice. So, uh, you know, a lot of mishaps and and fights, which is is fun for it. But I did see uh, they had to cancel a practice this past week because there was too many fights uh, during the game, uh, during the practice. Who was it? Same team team practice. There was a big fight, two fights, and they just ended practice. So, uh, yeah, it happens during training camp. Yeah, no fights have broken out yet at Jets uh, camp, but there is – you know, the fires there on, on one play uh, a couple of practices ago. I think Monday, uh, Irv Smith, undrafted free agent uh, receiver, I think out of Penn State, not Irv Smith, Irv Charles, excuse me, yeah. got um, Pinnock turned around, turned his hips outside. Nice route to the inside. Flacco found him. And at well after the play was over, it was either Marcel Harris or Parks. I, I, my apologies to either one of them, but it's not that big a deal. It kind of half stripped, half bumped him at the end because there was a lot of trash talking going on. So the coaches came over, no frenzy, just a lot of compare competitive spirit up. Uh, yeah. Nakua, who used to be a safety, is playing linebacker, got a good lick on one of the running backs. I forgot who it was today. So there's some hitting going on out there. Yeah. Listen, it's it's third tempo. Like mm-hmm. you come up there and pop them. The big thing is just don't take it to the ground. Don't go near the legs. Don't don't drag them to the ground get the legs tangled up, but you're, yep. you know, you're allowed to come up there and, and give him a little hit, 
you know, wake them up a little bit, get the cobwebs shook out. So, um, yeah, that's going to happen. But as long as they don't take it to the point where, you know, there's helmets flying, you know, players are getting injured. Yeah. Um, it's all, it's all healthy competition. Yeah. Don't pull the face mask. Gidry popped Brees Hall too a couple of yeah. practices ago on a screen, you did their screen or an outside run and just came up and run support beautifully. Um, Brees Hall for you fantasy players. He's going to be a player again, still a rookie temper expectations, but he's the perfect one cut back in, in this zone scheme. And the most impressive thing about him is once he finds the hole, he goes downhill so fast. So he's going to compliment Michael Carter really well. Uh, you know, in terms of Jets offensive players, what do you think fantasy wise, Wayne, early in August? I know it's still early, about a month away from drafts, but you think this offense has some potential here? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's going to be spread out the, the ball a lot, but you, you know, basically it's those two running backs and that's it. I'm curious who's going to get the carries inside the five, mm. uh, that, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I've heard, uh, I know what the odds are in Vegas, but between Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, they're, you know, two of the top contenders for uh, offensive rookie of the year. Um, so I've heard those names around, but um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's tight end by committee. You got three yeah. solid guys. Conklin's um, playing. He's really versatile, Conklin. You know, he way, can play yeah, H-back. The running backs, um, you know, PPR. I mean, you can look at a guy like, Braxton, you know, in the slot or Elijah, but uh, any one of those guys can do it. Um, I think in, in in season long, you can pick up some guys, but I definitely think in daily fantasy, week to week, you could see the matchups and which guy you think is going to get the most action. But uh, the move might be just uh, picking up Zach Wilson mm. at all those weapons that I'm talking about. Uh, and he's the only one throwing it. So he's going to get all the statistics. So uh, that'd be my guy to go after in season long. Yeah. They, I mean, it's a good thing, right? Where you can't really pick season long fantasy guys on the Jets because they got four receivers, two running backs, at least yeah. two tight ends. Yeah. So, you know, and it's the Shanahan offense. I mean, Carter and Hall all day. They're going to split a lot of the workload. Yeah. Uh, some of the un under the radar guys standing out at camp, Zonovan Knight, undrafted running back. He's really impressed me. He's got a good chance. I know Tevin Coleman's still not out there. I know they're going to keep him if he's healthy, most likely, but Donovan Knight's been good. Rashard, uh, Rashard Davis has been good, number 18, CFL standout. Um, even Bradley Anay, edge out of uh, Utah a few years ago. They got him from Philly. He's he's making some plays as well, which adds more D-line depth. So, And then Quan Alexander, we haven't talked about him. They just signed him. He's going to be huge next to Mosley and Nickel because they really needed a cover linebacker. Uh, so he's in the mix. He's already made his presence felt a couple of times. Yeah, he's a dog. He gets yeah. out there, gets after the ball. The hitter, he's a talker. So uh, I think that's a pretty good pickup. It's going to be another one of those things that we don't we let to look back at and say, "Wow, it's a pretty creative and good move by Joe Douglas." And, and it's the little moves like that, you know that. Uh, don't get noticed as much, but uh, that could be a guy that uh, makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when are you getting out there this August? Um, I think I'm going to go to the green and white scrimmage, and then the following week I'll get out to uh, get out to a practice at the Jets complex. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jets fans, go to JetsXFactor.com, use discount code 80, get that great, great. <laughs> Not bad, man. I, I just remembered I got to get you. Could you could have just said you mailed it out to me and fooled me, and it would have came in a couple of days. You didn't get it yet. You know what though? I got to. 
Are you being serious? Or? No, no, no. You're not being serious. <laughs> yeah, you almost got me. Because uh, I didn't check my mail for a few days. So it's it could have been possible. Dude, I'm telling you, man, my brain is shot. I keep, hey, I gotta write it down. You know, I write it down and I forget I, what I. I, 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 I I'm going to go out on a limb and say Jets fans will forgive you. All How right. about that? Okay. I'm going to go out on that limb. Okay. Use use discount code eighty. You will get that autograph, signed photo, and trading card. Yes. So trading card to the lower. Yes, for the for those who are owed, and we'll go with the next ten. I like that number ten. Yeah. With the next 10 people who sign up in real time at what is it, 8.37 p.m. Wednesday night, August 3rd, we'll get a trading card in addition to the autographed signed 8x10 photo. Uh, one of four options. Go to jetsexfactor.com and check it out. Uh, the best thing you can do for us is share this video uh, from YouTube, share the podcast from iTunes, rate and review, uh, JetX Mobile on Android, Google Play, and the App Store. And away we go. Wayne, any final thoughts on uh, this night? No. Um, all great things. And I'm looking forward to the green and white scrimmage to see uh, some of these guys compete. Um, and I think uh, there'll be a lot of people there. A lot of people are excited about the, this year. And I'll be the first person to tell people, like, oh, is, you know, we're excited every year. Is this for real? I mean, yeah, it's for real. Mm -hmm. This is different. Things are different. It's a lot to get excited about. And, you know, I say things could turn around and, and I think it could happen quickly. Uh, and I think it's going to this year. Absolutely. And if you think about it, listen, they weren't their roster. Their personnel isn't as bad as it's been because yeah. of those injuries. Those injuries were huge. Yeah. So we'll end this podcast like Sala has been in the press conference, knocking on wood. And so far, so good to stay healthy. Um, but until next time, Jets fans, we'll be back soon, probably after the green and white scrimmage, and we'll see what uh, what comes from that structured environment. Okay. Take care, All right. Take care, everyone.